Hello and welcome back again to the Fellow Cast, episode number three of the Bring Your Own Bible series, where Pastor Garth is busy discussing the five main genealogies in the Bible. And in this episode, we go straight into the book of Numbers, where the nation of Israel is counted, and we see that whole nation, that whole initial census of people die out just for a next generation of almost the same amount of people being raised up to enter into the promised land. But I won't give it all away. Listen to Pastor Garth as he gives a detailed explanation of what happens in this part of the genealogies. Yes, thank you, Valdi. Now we enter the third big census, and this one is bigger than any of the other we had so far. In fact, it's two big census because in the book of Numbers. So, Again, what's the setting? The Israelites have come through the desert out of Egypt. Uh, Moses is retelling the story in in quite amazing details um, of how they got to Mount Sinai. And then in the book of Numbers, they're at Mount Mount Sinai. In fact, the book of Numbers, more than any of the other books, um, cover the period of 40 years uh, that they're going to be in the desert. And the whole point why it's so filled with numbers is because it starts off with a big census uh, it sounds like when we read through the book that Moses wrote this part of the story after the 40 years. Maybe they're on the plains of Moab before they go into the promised land. Because it starts off with a census where the entire nation is counted at Mount Sinai. And we find the total of the number of Israelites, um, 20 years and older, is 603,550. Uh, that's a lot of people. It's a lot of people in the desert. And also keeping in mind that's only the men, 20 years and older. So if you want to work that out, maybe double it for women. Um, And where are we then? 1,200,000 something. And then you bring all the kids in under 20 years. It's a big crowd of people. Maybe 2 million. Um, And that's then the total coming out of Egypt um, up to that point at Sinai. And remembering that um, when they're at Mount Sinai, they're going to be there for two years. And in that two years, we're going to read the story just now. They're going to build the tabernacle, and they're going to get ready to take the journey into the promised land. Also, there, God is reshaping the entire nation. He's giving them the book of Leviticus. He says, this is how I want you to live. You're not going to look like the Egyptians. You're not going to look like the Canaanites. You're going to be a people holy unto me. This is how I want you to live. This is how I want you to dress, how I want you to eat, how I want you to um, have laws for land, all of those kind of things. Now, the sad part is when we read in chapter 1, verse 45, all the Israelites 20 years old or more who were able to serve in Israel's army were counted according to their families. The total number was 603,550. The rest of the book of Numbers are going to tell us how that 600,000 more people died. Except for Moses, um, uh, right at the end of the story, is going to pass by um, at pass away in, at Moab. And who's the other two? Caleb and Joshua. They're going to survive it. The rest of that entire number is going to die in the desert. And only then God says, now we're going to go in. So suddenly this genealogy gets a very different picture. For us who know the biggest story and is about to read the book of Numbers, we're going to see, oh, oh, God's counting them there and saying, that number is not going to go into the promised land from that first censor. Um, 
Then there's a very interesting thing. Uh, God actually then makes a contract with a nation in chapter 3 of Numbers. The Lord said to Moses, um, verse 11, I have taken the Levites from among the Israelites in place of the first male offspring of every Israelite woman. The Levites are mine, for all the firstborn are mine. When I struck down all the firstborn in Egypt, I set apart for myself every firstborn in Israel, whether man or animal. They are to be mine. I am the Lord. So he's saying, listen, I spared you guys in Egypt. When you painted the blood over the doors and I took all every firstborn in Egypt, I spared yours. Therefore, you belong to me. Now we know what it means for us as Christians. The blood of Jesus is painted around my door, the door of my heart, and pictorially. Therefore, I'm spared. My life should have been taken, but the Lamb of God died in my place, which means I belong to him. He made me, and he also bought me with his blood. Now, already here, God is looking at the nation like that, and he says, but uh, I will take a particular tribe, the Levites, um, and for the rest of that, that's very interesting. You're going to read in between the lines there to sort of see the bigger story. But what God is doing, he's saying then, you're going to count all the Levites. The Levites are going to come to a number of 22,000. Then you're going to count from verse 40 on in chapter 3. You're going to count all the firstborn in, uh, in Israel, the males who are a month old or more. And make a list of their names. Then settle these accounts with one another. How many Levites are there? How many firstborn in, in Israel are there? And then by the end of it, we found, oh, there's a bit more, um, there's a, a bit more Israelites, firstborns. So God actually says, okay, for every one of them, you gave me all the Levites, but you owe me more. Now you're going to pay a sum of money for them. Just how serious God takes that whole thing of, listen, I spared your life, you belong to me. That he actually physically makes a contract with him. And it involves some payment and counting and details. Um, this, is a, this is not a light matter for the Lord. He really takes it seriously. Um, but then we get to chapter 26. So in between then, the rest of the story um, every other chapter, a couple of thousand of Israelites die. They rebel against the Lord, so the earth opens up and swallows a bunch of them. Um, they grumble against the Lord, so snakes come in, and thousands of them die, and then they have to make that copper snake. And when you look at it, the, the poison in your body is actually sort of pictorially put on the copper snake, which is for us an incredible picture of the cross of Jesus, the sin that would kill us, is put on the cross. He dies on our behalf. Um, at another stage, there's a, a, a massive battle um, that takes place over there. So just thousands of thousands of thousands of Israelites die until by the end of the story, they've gone this, these 40 years through the desert. They're on the plains of Moab, just across the Jordan, about to go into the promised land. Um, and God says, all right, it's time to count them again count the, uh, the nation again. And we find that uh, out of that 600,000 and more who died in the desert, another generation has now risen up and God says, this generation can go into the promised land. Count them again because they're about to go in. So it's sort of the took two bookends of this story. Um, the nation that would have gone in and the nation that eventually went in after they were willing to walk with God 40 years in the desert and be purified and sanctified of their unbelief.
From what you just think creatively as well as out of this big story that God's willing to put down the names and the numbers of every single one of them. That while we're speaking about an entire nation um, who needs to be sanctified, cleansed out in order to walk into victory across the Jordan River, the numbers actually matter to God. So it's a pain for us to read, but see it from God's perspective. And he's saying, I've mentioned you. I know every single one of you who went through this desert, who is about to cross the Jordan. So again, for us in the church, God is not just looking at a big church. He's looking at every single individual in the church. Every detail of our lives matter to him. And this is really a powerful picture of that. So looking forward to discuss the next one, which is actually the longest genealogy in Scripture. And that's the one in Chronicles. Thanks, Valdu. Thank you.